0: The Protectors of the Wood adventure series. Join our story of misfit teenagers as they struggle to save the world from climate change. Remember that everyone can make a difference and every action counts. Support us on Patreon at Protectors of the Wood. Episode number 80. Against all odds, Abby is victorious. Phoebe, Abby, Jeremy, Dr. Bear, and Reverend Tuck were all standing huddled together inside the door of the haunted house. The cloudburst had put out the fire The wind howled and the lightning lit up the landscape. The mob had fled.
1: Do you think that mob has had enough? They could easily wait for us down the road or even return. Maybe we should head back through the forest.
0: Phoebe could see Reverend Tuck frowning and staring into space. I'll tell you one person who's had enough.
2: Me. Reverend David Tuck, I'm gonna walk up Bridge Avenue with Abby by my side to my church, so help me God. Just try and stop me, just try and stop me.
0: With tears in his eyes, he shook his fist at the departed mob.
2: (sighs) Abby, I'm inviting you to return with me and take up residence in our gardener's cottage. And with your help, I'll persuade every last citizen of this town to agree with my decision. What are you doing in a place like this? You should have spoken to me weeks, months ago. But I must warn you, there will be a few rules, very strict rules, I must say, and duties, of course, but...
1: (laughs) I accept. I accept. I'm going to grab a few things from my room here, and...
0: Abby threw her arms around Tuck and turned and disappeared into the darkness behind them.
3: Does anybody know what this is all about? Hmm, maybe it's better if we don't know.
0: All's well that ends well. Phoebe and Jeremy looked at each other and smiled.
1: Maybe at another point
3: we'll talk this over. Whenever you're ready, dear.
0: The fury of the storm was already tapering off. Jeremy stepped outside. Huh, not much rain. Abby came up out of the darkness wearing her backpack and carrying an old duffel bag with her red rug rolled up and tied to it with a piece of rope. She tried to stand still, but couldn't wait any longer and walked outside, dropped her bag and spun around with her hands in the air.
1: Oh, I'm so happy, I'm so happy.
0: She burst into tears of joy. They all walked out and joined her, and soon were marching down the very muddy road behind Reverend Tuck. Out of the darkness came the flashing lights of a police car. George's face appeared out of the window on the passenger's side. Phoebe, Abby, Jeremy. As the car pulled to a stop, George jumped out to embrace his friends. Chief Santiago leaned out of the driver's window. Is that you, Tuck?
2: Dr. Bear. Well, well, there's a story here. And who were those folks who scattered into the woods when I drove up past the bridge? (laughs) You'll hear it all. But right now, we just want to get home. Uh, Can we all fit in the car?
0: And so, Tuck and Dr. Bear squeezed into the front seat. And Phoebe and Jeremy, Abby and George, squeezed into the back. And they all rode under flashing lights to main street where the cars were moving through the night as if nothing strange had ever happened
2: where to uh by the way tuck i've got to get a statement uh tonight you understand i'd love to invite everyone for dinner but i'll have the newspapers and my church committee to think about so We're going to drop off Phoebe, Jeremy, and George here. You've all been wonderful, but we can't have you socializing at the church or the cottage right now. I've got to manage the public relations. Chief Santiago, I'm so glad you're with us. You and Dr. Bear should come back with us, and we'll give you a statement that'll burn your socks off, and those of a few other people, too.
0: The chief nodded. Tuck turned and looked Abby in the eye.
2: I hope you can find the strength to talk to a TV reporter. I know it's a lot to ask, but they're already at the church and interviewing people on the street. I'd like to get your story out there to quiet the rumors. We'll help you with a few guidelines and stand with you, don't worry. They'll be very sympathetic, I guarantee. And then, (laughs) we'll eat and make a place in the cottage for you to sleep.
1: But when do we see Abby? We don't want her to be lonely.
2: (laughs) Everything in its own good time. We've got work to do. And Phoebe, stay away from reporters unless you speak to me first. That won't be easy, you hear? We have a pretty complex campaign underway. Be careful.
0: Tuck pointed his forefinger at Phoebe. She nodded.
2: And that goes double for you two.
0: He pointed at Jeremy and George.
2: Don't worry. Well, if it's going to be like that, then... I think I'll go into hiding for a few weeks. (laughs) Not a bad idea, but it's no joke. Don't get tempted by some aggressive reporter, you understand me?
0: Abby looked at them all.
2: It's all right.
1: I'm ready for this, but don't go away. Pretend that I'm with you, and I'll be back soon."
0: Phoebe and Jeremy said their goodbyes, and George gave Abby a long hug, and they stepped onto the wet pavement. The rain had stopped. A clean, cool breeze was blowing the clouds into the west. The moon and stars were blazing in the black velvet sky. Jeremy led the way down Main Street to where his tow truck sat by the roadside. They climbed up into the cab. Jeremy put the old truck into gear, took a U-turn, and they were on their way home.
4: So, you wanna come back with us? I'm sure we could find something to eat in Jim's
0: kitchen.
1: I'd love to, but wait, turn left here.
0: With a puzzled look, Jeremy downshifted and turned up Oak Knoll Lane.
1: I just want to check in with Glenda and Tiny. They're in a tough spot. Stephanie's uncle must have called in a TV crew. This news travels fast.
4: Why is this such a big deal, though?
1: As soon as they hear about a mob with torches, in a haunted house, and an innocent girl, we might have reporters combing the countryside.
0: A mob with torches? Fill me in. Jeremy pulled to a stop in front of the little stone cottage.
1: There will be plenty of time to hear everything.
0: Phoebe knocked on Glenda's door. The lights were on. The door opened.
3: Oh, my God! Phoebe! George! Jeremy! What happened? Phoebe, call your sister. We've just come from your house.
0: Tiny jumped into Phoebe's arms.
3: You're
4: okay! Mom! Look! She's okay!
0: Tiny wanted to be thrown into the air and caught, but Phoebe was in no shape for it. George came to her rescue and tossed Tiny into the air a few times. They sat on the couch and passed around a towel to dry their hair. Glenda made tea. The television was playing the River City News Channel. Phoebe called Penny and they exchanged stories. Her parents and Sammy had been freed an hour ago with tickets for sidewalk vending. The fate of the toy store and the coffee shop was still uncertain, but the tide of events was turning. Photos of the afternoon's arrests had caused an uproar.
3: I saw your picture on TV. You sure look better now. Me? You saw me? That's right. Close-ups of your face. They interviewed a reporter, and he told all about the concert and arrests, and you getting beat up. It's all so incredible. They had pictures of everyone.
4: Oh, must be Freddy Baez. Those are my pictures. I gave him my memory card a few hours ago. Looks. Looks like I've got a new career. I'm a photographer.
0: Jeremy had been focused on the television.
4: Hey, check this out. Here it comes. Breaking news from Middletown. You've got the mountains and hills for company. You've got the clouds and storms and a billion stars to see. You've got the rain and the streams, rivers and the seas. And with children running round us, it's heaven all for free. days are numbered, and flowers will all fade. But they're reborn again, on another day. We come, we go, we rise, we fall, yes we fall, and And then then we rise again, making Miracles of us all Mm -hmm. In sorrow and in pain We live and we die And then life begins again For another try It may take a million years To be angels here on earth But it's a great adventure Hope in every birth Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The miracles around us our long journey home. The road goes unwinding, together or alone. We're training to be angels. Somewhere down the way, we somehow see the path ahead. We all begin today. heaven all for free, right here and right now, happens all around us, and no one knows how, it may take a million years to build a house of God. We can start right here We can start right now
1: Thanks for listening to the Protectors of the Wood adventure series Find all our projects on protectorsofthewood.com And support us on Patreon at Protectors of the Wood And to all the eco-warriors out there Remember that everyone can make a difference and every action counts.